Hello, ladies. I'm from here. Today, um, for the podcast, we have a special guest on, and her name is Ruth. I'm just going to get Ruth to introduce herself. Over to you, Ruth. Hey, ladies. My name is Ruth Ellen. I run a company called The Confidence School, where I am a sales coach. And I truly believe that selling starts and ends with confidence, because when you feel confident and you have the belief in yourself, you can sell your vision, your ideas, your products, your services to everybody. And so I help entrepreneurs to use unconventional methods so they can unleash their inner mavericks and become the unapologetic entrepreneurs they're born to be. Wow. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> so why do you do what you do? It's a combination of things. I think for me, it comes down to where I was at. When I first got divorced, um, I found myself lacking lots of confidence. And it was surprising for me because I, my background was in sales and 20 years of sales and learning how to sell and selling 120 million pounds in new business sales. I thought, I've, you know, this divorce can't rock me, but it completely changed how I interact with people completely changed exactly who I was um, and I didn't even know who I was after a while so I went through a whole journey of self-discovery I'm not sure if you've ever felt like you know you've, you have to find yourself again because um, you know you've lost some parts of yourself you didn't know which parts of, was you which part of the relationship and so I found myself not having anywhere to live when I got divorced um, mm. my husband at the time um, kicked me and the kids out, said that we should find somewhere to go. And so I, d- I didn't want anyone, any other woman, mm. to not have enough money mm. to find their, um, to, to be secure in, you know, whatever happened in their relationship. And so for me, I just feel like this is a great f- way for me to help other people that might be in the same situation or even just need their confidence back after mm. a, a rocky situation. That's amazing because I, I remember I had a breakup uh, over 12 years ago myself and I felt probably more similar to where you were. I, w- I wasn't sure who I was myself. It just, it really shakes you to the core. Mm. Wow. That's, that's amazing that you, you know, you, you bounced back and decided to help other women with that. That's very, very admirable. Um, so what do you enjoy most then about what you do? I think it's that light bulb moment women have when they go through some of the things that I coach them through you know there's there's things around their limited beliefs and not not feeling like they're enough Mm. and that whole myth about you know you're not getting enough money because you're not you you don't feel worthy Mm. and having to debunk debunk that myth of well you know your bank account is nothing to do with your self-worth how much you charge nothing to do for self-worth your self-worth is your self-worth and when they actually get that the penny drops and they just feel so much, so much more empowered mm. by being there and showing up as them. That to me is, is like this is what I was born to do. I, I just feel like that's a, that's amazing. And then we can get into the strategy of how to overcome objections and all this other stuff. But first and foremost, it's the the part where they start seeing themselves as beyond just a number. That's interesting. And tell me about that process then. Is it that they, they come into you sort of uh, on a sort of a ongoing basis or is it done in one one day or how does that work? I wish it could be done in one day, but no, it's not. 
It's generally a program I, I run 90 days at a minimum. Wow. Um, working with women. Yeah, we go deep and we talk about their desires and what they really want. And the process is, is literally from getting to the foundation of what's up. You know, what's what's let's have a real conversation because we sometimes we have conversations and it's kind of we find ourselves going on a superficial. Mm. We find ourselves not going deep enough. It's like, oh, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. And and then we leave it at that when there, there is something going on. And most people don't really want to know when they ask, how are you? Mm. And so we're used to responding with I'm fine, like an automatic thing. Um, so we go deep and we talk about things that, that have nothing to do with their business most of the time. And we then start talking about their business and how that's affecting, how that's been affected by maybe the way they perceive themselves and the way they perceive their products and services. Um, and then we start doing the strategy stuff afterwards. But the foundational stuff is key, how they perceive themselves, how they perceive their, their themselves as an individual is Sometimes for me, it's heartbreaking when I see and hear how people talk about themselves. Wow. And just just for the, the, the purpose of the audience who will be listening to this, is it that they come into you physically uh, or is it done via Skype? Or like what's the, the program look like for that 90-day process? Okay, yeah. So we do a Zoom, Zoom calls every two weeks. We go in sprints. So I give them some homework to do and they do the homework based on uh, whether it's them creating. Sometimes it's really like the basic of I'm just going to create my landing page or it's, a, it's going a bit more deeper and it's much more like I'm going to write a thousand or thousands a bit too much, but a hundred reasons why I am the best at what I do. Mm. And they do that type of um, heart-centered work on themselves. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, we find out where they're at, and we, I call it the complete delete and repeat process. <laughs> where we see what you've done, we see what needs um, getting rid of, because sometimes we do lots of stuff we don't need to do. Mm. Um, <laughs> we want to keep busy, or we want to be seen as doing stuff, or we want to do the stuff that we should be doing. Yeah. And we get rid of that stuff. We get rid of that guilt stuff that I call sometimes I call it mum guilt, mm. where you got this baby um, and you're supposed to be doing everything for it but some of the times the baby can do some of the stuff itself or doesn't even need it it's just fluff Mm. so we get rid of some of that mum guilt and we focus on the tasks that are going to make a difference whether that's a task of you know what you're not going live until you realize that it's not about you giving ladies strategies it's about you talking to them on a level Mm. Uh, so we go through different phases um we talk about different strategies and we, over the course of the 90 days, we talk about implementation a lot because there's lots of times when I say there's no point giving you information because the transformation happens when we implement, implement all the things that we're talking about. There's no transformation without implementation. Mm-hmm. And it's key, right? When, when we say we're going to do stuff, we've got all these big ambitions and we've got all these dreams and desires. But when it comes to the implementation, we're not even allowing ourselves to do that. We're doing all these other things. Yeah, that's very good. So, and is there normally a, a sort of a, a woman camp at the end or some sort of retreat or is it just, just a one-on-one and that's it then? Yeah, it's just one-on-one at the moment, but a retreat sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I'm giving you ideas. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that, you know, 
to have that support system that you would have, you know, at retreat at the end. But something to consider for your business because it just sounds amazing so far. So in terms then of you getting into doing this, is was there some sort of a role model for you as a child growing up or was there someone that, you know, gave you that urge to, to become who you are today? I wouldn't necessarily say, I guess people come into our lives to teach us certain things. Mm. Sometimes those, those people can be um, negative or positive and we just take the best out of the challenge and we see it as an opportunity to grow. For me, I was I got, I got pregnant at 19 and I was kicked out by my mum, who's a single parent at the age of 20, well, mm. before I was pregnant, before I actually conceived, my mum kicked me out. So I was homeless for a while. Um, and then I got into a toxic relationship. So for me, um, she wasn't necessarily a role model, mm. but when I kind of find myself in a homeless situation um, with my husband, now ex-husband, I um, I decided to kind of get really dig deep into faith and, and look at different things like God. And I did go church for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't aligning with me, so I got more into spirituality um and for me it's, it's that faith it's it's that personal relationship with god and when he when, when he actually when i said you know what i was crying and, and talk, talking about how far i feel sorry for myself i heard a voice that say get up and, and help others when you feel helpless help others and so i started to volunteer at um, this place called crisis which is a homeless shelter and for the past four or five years i've been volunteering there around Christmas time for four or five days around the Christmas season yeah so for me I I think when I see my circumstances I see it as an opportunity and I think relying on my faith and God the personal relationship there so that's a very interesting story you know to go through what you went through and then to come out to the other end and, and still find who you are um, and use it as a springboard to get to where you are today. Very, very admir- admirable. Um, obviously, during that point in time, there might, there might have been someone or maybe more than one person, but is there any, any, um, any sort of advice that you can consider the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I would say that I've ever received is probably... It's really simple and it's probably cliche and everyone's probably like, oh, that's not the best. But for me, it probably is. It's um, just be you. Just, wow. Yeah, just be you because everyone else is taken. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's really simplistic, but I just thought, yeah, because every time I, I look at all these great entrepreneurs, they're six-figure earners and they're this and that, sometimes you can get envy, envious. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can play that comparison monster game. And the fact that I am not only dyslexic, have an autistic son and have other challenges overcome throughout my life, I think, well, you know, those are my parts of my story. They're not my whole story, mm. but they're my story. And why would I want to trade it with anyone else? Yeah. They, they help me grow as a person. So I think that one resonates with me the most. Wow. That's very inspirational, actually. You know, people say, oh, I can't do this because, I don't know, because I've got one too. And I can't do this because, like you mentioned, dyslexic and dyslexic. Or I can't do this, you know, there's all these little barriers that we put in front of ourselves and keep ourselves back from achieving what we need to achieve. But it's really good that you highlighted that, you know, all of those still exist. Like we all have um, 
sort of what do we call imperfect lives but still that doesn't stop us from you know achieving our goals so <clears throat> with that in mind what impacted or what has impacted your life to date do you think the one thing that one thing that impacted your life to date um, i guess the one thing is knowing that you're not alone mm. i say that in a spiritual sense because we for me obviously you're born alone if you're not a twin um <laughs> And you're going to die alone, which, which sounds very sad. <laughs> but at the same time, you're never alone. There mm. is this, this spirit, this, whether you believe in God or not, there's, there is something always there that's mm. got you back, always. And if you kind of are silent enough to listen and take that time for yourself, you'll hear that inner voice, even if it's an inner power that tells you you can do it, you can get up one more time. And I think that impacts me the most. Wow. That's something I've never really thought of. Like, I know I'm not alone, but something I've never really thought about. You're born, you're born alone and you're going to die alone. But, wow, that is that is so interesting. A lot of people complain that, you know, especially around Christmas time, that they're lonely. Um, yeah, that is actually something that you need to consider. You're never alone. And even if it's, if, like you said, if the person doesn't believe in God, there, there is something out there that is sort of either a guardian angel or whoever it is that is constantly there at your side. And you mentioned, obviously, you had, you know, 20 years working in sales and all of that, and now you, you're an entrepreneur, you have your own business. How did you, or what, what it is you can advise our listeners, when is the best time to take that leap from, you know, doing the, I know I say nine to five, but some people actually work longer than that doing nine to five of the, J, the J-O-B, some people call it, to be an entrepreneur? Well, you could be an entrepreneur wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an entrepreneurial mindset in your business, whether it's your business or, or somebody else's. Mm-hmm. I say if you're not going to build your own business, then somebody's going to hire you to build theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination. I think if you take an entrepreneur's spirit for wherever you are, you're always going to win because you can always grow somebody else's business. There's no shame in that. Mm. If you do want to have your own business and start now, don't wait for tomorrow. Um, test out an idea, make sure people pay for it, test it out within 72 hours, pivot, but don't wait on somebody to give you an idea and somebody to, to do the work for you. Cause it's not going to happen. Um, it's probably my, my, my advice. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks for that. So now I'm going to throw in four fun questions. Let's see if you can answer it. Um, Number one, what's the worst piece of advice you've ever got? Worst piece of advice, don't charge that much. (laughs) That's a a common one. Very good. Um, If you were to trade places for one day to be somebody else, who would that person be? Um. I'd say it's probably going to be cliche, but Oprah Winfrey. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to really see what's, what's going on behind closed doors. I'm nosy like that. But um, also, I think because she's quite inspirational as well. Yeah. Uh, and I just see her, like, whole career. You know, I don't have a TV anymore, but when I used to watch um, the Oprah Winfrey show and things like that, I used to see her and I'd be like, wow. And... 
it would just be amazing to why not walk around in open shoes for a day see what happens <laughs> brilliant what's your guilty pleasure my guilty pleasure even though i don't own a tv i still have a laptop so i do have a netflix account okay. which means that i binge watch stuff like punisher and and i am and i am a massive um geek for things like marvel and dc movies so my guilty pleasure my unashamed pleasure is the fact that I might as well be a 13-year-old boy because I watch these movies. Like, <laughs> That's brilliant. Something you wish you were better at? I think for me, it's definitely been much more intuitive. Even though I'm intuitive now, um, it took me a while. And I always kind of want to go deeper. Um, and I want to get more connected more. And every time I'm out of alignment and not in flow... I want to get back there straight away. So if I could just get back there by the flick of a switch, mm. I probably just need to, you know, affirm it and manifest that. But that would be what I'd want to be better at. Because the moment you are in alignment, the more you say yes to you and no to things that don't serve you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Something on your bucket list. Oh, um, I did one already, but there's one that I really want to do. I want to do stand-up comedy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I, I love the all of these great comedians that have come and gone, uh, which, the Richard Pryor's of the world, are just amazing. They can just stand up and really change people's energy just by saying some words in a certain way. That would be awesome. Wow. That one came right left, left field. I didn't even expect <laughs> you to say something like that. <laughs> People always say bucket list would be like to travel or to visit some important place or whatever. But wow, stand-up comedian, go for it. By all <laughs> means, go for it. Okay, what sort of final advice would you like to give our listeners? I would say keep going. Keep going no matter if you see or don't see the end of the tunnel, even if you don't see the next steps. There is something that's in you, something that you've got a purpose to do, that only you can do. And if you don't do it, no matter what all these, these sayings about somebody else will do it for you, no. If you don't do it, you're going to be doing a disservice to the world. So there's something that you need to be doing. You need to find your purpose, live your purpose on a daily basis, even if it's in small increments. But the moment you do that, the moment you will feel completely different. And so my advice is to be to tap into that, tap into your purpose and spread the world's, create a ripple effect so that you continue to do that. That is such a very solid piece of advice. You know, you came into this world to achieve something. If you don't do it, then, you know, if you're, you're cheating people of that that gift that is so so solid and i hope ladies you're listening to this this is just so inspirational most important question where can listeners find you so some people say oh my goodness ruth i would like to get in contact with you you know they've probably gone through a really bad experience and they want to be able to to reach you where can they reach you do you have a website which i'm redeveloping and with tweaking but you can find confidenceschool.com or you can find me on um, Facebook forward slash facebook.com forward slash sales uh, with Ruth. It's probably the quickest way to contact me because I'm always um, got my notifications on. So 
Facebook.com forward slash sales with Ruth is the best way for you to contact me. Perfect. Thanks ever so much for joining us today. Um, and um, ladies, you're listening. I hope you took away something really important um, today from this podcast. Um, until the next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of the week. Bye for now.